The Old Testament readings recorded by the inspired prophet Isaiah, chapter 50. The Lord God has given me the tongue of those who are taught, that I may know how to sustain with a word him who is weary. Morning by morning he awakens. He awakens my ear to hear as those who are taught. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not rebellious. I turned not backward. I gave my back to those who strike, and my cheeks to those who pull out the beard. I hid not my face from disgrace and spitting, but the Lord God helps me. Therefore, I have not been disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a flint, and I know that I shall not be put to shame. He who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us stand up together, who is my adversary. Let him come near to me. Behold, the Lord God helps me. Who will declare me guilty? Behold, all of them will wear out like a garment. The moth will eat them up. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys the voice of his servant? Let him who walks in darkness and has no light trust in the name of the Lord and rely on his God. This is the word of the Lord. Fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. The epistle lesson is a continued reading of the book of James. <coughs> Excuse me, chapter 3. <clears throat> Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. <clears throat> if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. <clears throat> How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. The tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and sea creature, can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our Lord and Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things <clears throat> ought not to be so. 
Does the spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter. When they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and scribes arguing with them. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to Jesus and greeted him. And he asked them, What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If you can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you, come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. This is the gospel of our Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I can kind of identify with this text because I'm a father, as the man in the text was a father. I have sons, as he had a son. Actually, I have three sons and a daughter, and I'm a grandfather. I have 22 grandchildren, so I can identify with this man. For I, like you parents who love your children, will do anything we can to take care of them, see that things go well with them, we don't want them to get in too much trouble, 
If they do, we go to bat for them, stick up for them, do all we can to help them through this life safely. This father had a big burden, a bigger burden than I've experienced. Maybe some of you have experienced this. I've been with deaf people. I've worked with deaf people for a long time. I've spent a lot of time with them. I have spent hours with them and days with them. I know a little bit about deafness, but I know nothing about demon possession. The only thing I know about demon possession is what I learn, of course, from the scriptures and from we have missionaries that have been in foreign heathen lands, and there some of them think they have seen demon possession. I don't think we see any of it here. And as the gospel is common, is freely proclaimed, the Lord chases demons away from us. In fact, Luther in his great hymn, A Mighty Fortress, he says with one word you can fell the devil. So cry upon Jesus Christ to come to your aid, and the devil has no choice. He has to leave us. Well, this father, out of love for his son, was looking for someone to help him. You know, like the one lady that came to Jesus who had a discharge for years, gave all of her money to the doctors and the witch doctors and everybody else that claimed they could help her, but in the end, she had no help. I imagine the same might be the case with this man. Nobody could help him. So he came to Jesus' disciples. Even they couldn't help him. So he came to the master himself and asked him to help them. If he could. Jesus asked him kind of an unusual question. We might think. I mean, certainly he knew why he was asking this question. He said, how long has he been this way? Well, if you think about it, obviously he wanted to know, and the man told him, but then the other people would hear it too, those close by him, and he said from his youth or from his childhood or even when he was little, so he has had this demon for a long time. So the people would know. Like the blind man who had been blind from his birth. They would know for certain that this boy had a demon. As they knew the blind man was blind. They knew the lepers had leprosy because it's just amazing that when Jesus does some of these healings, these miracles, then people don't want to believe it. Like with the blind man. They say, oh, he's not the same guy. He's a different guy. But here they saw the boy, and when Jesus asked the question,